You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome to Zamora Presents Natural Hair Chronicles. I am Tanika Alderbridge. I will be your guru and your mentor for the next 30 minutes. I am here to help you learn and grow in the natural hair braid lock industry. You can watch the podcast live on Facebook, Zamora Natural Hair. Or you can listen to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, like literally. Wherever, wherever we're there, Spotify, we're there. Although I am working on iMusic, I we we're not quite there yet, um, but we will be there. Anyway, today's topic is I'm going to talk about why I think natural hairstylists and braiders need a cosmetology license, and you guys are gonna really, y'all gonna be mad a little bit, like really mad. But it's okay because um, this is for your personal growth and it's not personal. Let me just start by saying that this is not personal. This is not, I'm not talking about a black thing. I'm not talking about a cultural thing. I'm talking about a business thing. And so separate your emotions from business. And this is what I have to tell people I work with all the time. It's not personal. Business is business. And the truth about it is, is I've been in this industry. Let me let me start. Let me start by saying this. I've been natural since 1991. Some of you wasn't even born. <laughs> and yes, I'm that old. Got grandbabies and everything. <laughs> 1991, I've been natural. So I've been, I've had natural hair my entire adult life. Before it was cool, before it was fun, before it was trendy, all of that. I've been natural. So I know this industry like I know my own self, literally. I've been in the industry since 1994, going to school, learning the trade, working at salons since 1994. Yes, I'm that old. (laughs) And yes, I look good for my age. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all so kind with the compliments. Anyway, um, I've known this industry like the back of my hand and I've seen so much, so much good, so much bad. 
And so one of the things, number one, of why you guys need to go to cosmetology school, and I know y'all saying, but I don't want to learn relaxes. I don't want to do stuff I don't want to do. But yeah, you know, in college, we take a whole bunch of courses we don't want to take to master, to get our degrees, whether it's bachelor's, associate's, master's, PhD. You take a ton of courses that you don't want to take. You take a bunch of courses that you don't really need for your industry, but it's required to become the master. It's required. And so if you want to really master this hair thing, master business, you have to get educated. You have to and yes, I, I am a licensed cosmetologist. Yes, since 1995. <laughs> and yes, I'm that old. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I do look good for my age. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, what I've noticed is <clears throat> a lot of yous, uh, you, you are so used to doing kinky textures that when you have a client that has straight hair and it could be a white person, it could be a mixed person, it could be a black person. But when the texture is a little off, you guys get scared as shit, <laughs> shit. And I, y'all call me and y'all text me and y'all do stuff and y'all are afraid because the texture is straighter. In order to be a master of hair, you have to be a master of hair. And I'm talking to the people <clears throat> that's trying to make six figures and more. If you're fine with making 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, then that's you. You're good. You're all good. But when you want to break and make that six figures in up, you need to be a master of all hair. Um, any texture hair, hair is hair. And this is something that you learn in cosmetology school that you really don't learn on your own, or you may learn it if you go to a natural hair or braid school, but you may not learn it just self-taught YouTube and things like that. Hair is hair. In this industry, hair is hair. And so you have to learn how to master all textures and not be afraid of any of textures. And this goes for my white stylist too. Like I have a lot of, you know, white people, mixed people who listen and watch us. And it's important for you guys to understand how to work kinkier textures too, because hair is hair. So it's just not one way. It goes both ways. You have to learn how to master hair, how not to have someone sit in your chair and you be scared because you don't know what to do. And I've heard stories of this at the blow dry bar because you, a lot of you girls, natural girls go to blow dry bar and they don't know what to do with your hair. They just don't, they're afraid and they go and they call their managers and they ask for help and all that kind of good stuff. So you have to have a good range. You know, if you're in cosmetology school, you have to take natural hair and braid courses. If you're, you're taking natural hair and braid courses, you have to go get your cosmetology school if you want to master hair. And so that is number one. Learn all textures. Learn how to not to be afraid of so many different textures. It's a billion textures out there and there's no reason to be afraid when you see something that you're not used to working with. Hair is hair. Second of all, you guys, my natural hairstylists and braiders and locticians, I love y'all. Like I love y'all. 
but y'all be doing some illegal stuff like cutting hair and coloring hair. So what I find so interesting is, you know, with the laws that are passing in different states or have passed in different states that you guys cry this cultural thing. And, but in the background, what I see is you stylists doing colors and doing cuts and not having a license, setting people up left and right because you don't know how to do it properly. And this is going to probably hit a nerve with some people, but it's okay. You have to get an education if you want to win. I'm all about winning. I'm all about, you know, moving forward, doing things and growing in this industry. And if you want to win, go to school. It's about a year. Full-time is about a year. Part-time, it will be a little bit longer. Why not? What else are you doing during COVID? Well, I guess we're like post-COVID now. I don't know where we at. Anyway, um, I, I almost say that every single one of you are doing color. I have yet to see, I've seen some locticians that do not do color or, um, people who do, um, uh, sister locks not do color or cuts. So as far as my locticians, they're, they're doing the right things, but you guys, the natural hairstylists and braiders, you guys are still putting color in people's hair without a license and you're still cutting hair without a license. And let me tell you that alone is illegal. You can get a fine for that. Um, you can get in trouble for that. A client can easily sue you if things go wrong. Um, so you don't want to get into that realm. Not if you're trying to be that six figure stylist, if you're trying to really, you know, be diverse and make, have a good portfolio of clients and money and, you know, success and abundance, you just want to do the right things. And so cosmetology school, not just teaches you how to do relaxes and what's cool about it, what I learned from it, because I went in cosmetology school also knowing that I wanted to specialize in natural hair. And so what was cool about it is I got to learn how relaxes work, how it affects the hair, how it does break down the hair and how I can help repair it or, you know, help someone grow out of it. And that's why a lot of clients complain that y'all don't know what y'all doing. (laughs) Go on Yelp. (laughs) Or go on Facebook, they got Facebook, they got Facebook groups on natural hairstylists that set them up. Look it up. There's one in San Diego I'm in and they they post pictures about the styles that was set up and, you know, and, and they're just mad and they, 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 it's a group of people who do that. So, you know, um, yeah, go to, go get your license. It's, it's some schools, it may be about, depending on your area, cosmetology school can cost anywhere from 10000 to 30000 If you're going to go to an Aveda, Paul Mitchell and all that kind of stuff, it's going to cost you some bucks. The cool thing about it is you have the big names behind you. You can get faster jobs and you really get to learn how to work in this industry overall. 
if you are in cosmetology school now, then you need to go to uh, Zamora Natural Hair and Braiding Training Center and learn how to manage natural, curly, kinky hair. You need to be diverse in this industry. I don't care if you're just trying to do blowouts. You got to learn how to do a blowout. There are girls in the blow dry bar who don't know how to blow out natural hair. That is a problem. And so, and these are people who went to cosmetology school. So there has to be a nice mix of everything so that you are very diverse and you're not afraid of doing any particular texture. And I get like, you can specialize in certain styles. I am not talking about styling per se. I'm talking about you guys doing colors, you guys doing cuts, just learning how to manage and manipulate and care for natural hair or relaxed hair. There are some relaxed girls that are going to sit in your chair and it's so straight and you're not going to know what to do with it. You have to learn how to work with these styles instead of sending the client away to someone else, right? Go to school. It's quick, it's fast, it's hurry. You take a test and you license. And the cool thing is, well, I'm not sure about other states, but in New York, you one and done. You take your test, you're good, you go, and that's it. You renew your license every few years, and that's it. Some states require you to take um, continuing education classes, which I think is excellent. Um, you take that and you got your license for the rest of your life. Even if you don't use it, if you decide you want to use it for something else, maybe, you know, sell products or sell things or open a salon or whatever, you can use it for that. Don't be afraid of school because I think we're such artists. We believe, and some of you guys are hairstylists from you're like two years old <laughs> since you was like one and a half and you've been doing hair ever since. And so school just seems beneath you. And fun fact is, you know, I used to, um, my mother was a designer. My grandmother was a designer and I grew up sewing and designing clothes too at the age of about 14 or 15. And then I went into fashion high school, fashion high school taught, us. We, we, it was basically like college classes in high school. And then I went into FIT. And then when I went in FIT, I was like, I know this, I don't need this. And I left school, which didn't make sense. Because it's really not about what you're learning. It's not 100% about what you're learning in the class. It's about getting that degree, getting that paper so that you can get the jobs, get the education that you need to move forward in your life. I ended up not going to FIT that I dropped out. I was like, I know every single, I know all of this. In retrospect, I should have stayed because I knew all of it and the classes would have been so simple for me to pass. And that's how some of you go into cosmetology school. I know how to do this. I'm doing clients already. I'm already doing this. I'm big time. This, this, that, and the other. I don't need those classes. This is who I am. Uh, uh. Anyway, you want the paper. 
The paper is the goal. Get the cosmetology license so you can move around and do anything that you want to do. This gives you leverage. This sets you above the regular Joe Schmo that's doing natural hair on the block in her house, in somebody else's house or whatever. It sets it sets a standard of who you are, just like the difference between having an associate's degree to having a master's degree when you're looking for a job. It sets the tone when you walk into the door for your interview that you mean business. You invested in yourself and you mean business and pay me my money. Give me what I'm worth. I'm worth this. Give me this. (laughs) Anyway, um, education is important always. Even if you have your license, even if you have your natural hair and braid, you know, certification from us or from whoever, it's important to always keep getting educated. You'd never want to be like a dated stylist. You know, there's still some stylists that's doing jerry curls and stuff. Like they never stop. Now, I know Jerry Curls is coming back, but they never stop doing Jerry Curls and <laughs> they're just dated. Don't be that dated stylist. That's why you have to take classes. Um, you can do online classes now or, you know, eventually when the world really is open and operating, you know, consistently, you can take go back to school and do the things that you need to do to bring your skill level up multiple levels. Um, this is a big thing. Well, yeah, this is a big thing. Um, the hair loss epidemic. And this is something the government doesn't know about because <laughs> black women are masters at covering up their hair loss, their bald spots. Some of you are bald in the edges, bald on the top, And, you know, you are able to hide it with wigs, weaves, braids, crochets, or whatever. So people don't really understand unless you are a hairstylist and my natural stylist, my hairstylist, natural hairstylist braiders, we know what this epidemic is because we're doing your hair. Other people don't really understand how massive this hair loss thing is. It is massive. And the braiders who just braid for money or for styling purposes and not for hair care are pulling people's hair out. Sometimes it could be one time, one braided style, your edges are just sensitive. And next thing you know, you didn't lost all of your edges. Um, or I've heard so many stories of people losing their hair permanently from braids, from cornrows. Um, we see it every day, you know, where people don't have any edges, they don't have any hair, and people are still braiding on the one, two, three strands that's on a person's head. That's why you need to go to cosmetology school so you can understand how the head, the hair, and everything is structured and what causes damage and what doesn't. And that is where there's a really big disconnect 
on what you're doing and how it can cause permanent damage to someone's head. Unfortunately, black women are so used to having their hair and head beat up that it's not, they don't make a big deal about that. They make a big deal about other things, but the hair loss thing is something that they keep really quiet about and don't say anything to their stylist. They don't say, you know, my hair is coming out, you know, what is this? What, what are you doing? You know, they don't confront stylists about this kind of stuff. They will confront stylists about other things, but not necessarily the hair loss. And so hence it becomes this vicious cycle. The client loves the stylist. She loves the style. She gets compliments on the styles. The hair is coming out. She keeps going back to the stylist. The stylist don't really care. The stylist is trying to get paid. She's just trying to do what she's doing. And then the person's hair is coming out. And little by little, it's every cycle is just coming out more and more and more. And next thing you know, there is permanent damage and there's nothing you can do about it. And then that's usually when the client is forced to go to a dermatologist or have some sort of treatments or anything like that. But if the stylist was paying attention and really cared about the hair and learned and was informed about hair care, they could have prevented that permanent hair loss. And so that's why you need to go to school so you can understand how hair really works, how hair grows, how do you care for it? What do you have to do or not do to have, you know, a client with a healthy head of hair. You don't learn that on YouTube. (laughs) I love YouTube, y'all, I do. But what YouTube doesn't do, sometimes depending on who you're watching, it doesn't give you enough facts. And sometimes it is just for entertainment purposes and you guys take it seriously, depending on who. Some people are really good, they're really knowledgeable and they're on point and then some people are not. And so what you got to learn is how to really care for hair on your clients for people so you're not breaking everybody's hair out. And to be honest, this epidemic and even the whole wig thing, that whole lace front wig thing is, if y'all knew what was under these people's wigs, if everybody pulled off their wig, you know, if we had an un- a unveiling wig day, <laughs> a national holiday, unveil your wig day, you know how many people be bald? <laughs> And they not, they wasn't bald before the wigs. The wigs made them bald. So y'all need training. Y'all need proper training all day long. The last point is ethics and sanitation. How many times have a client told me that they went somewhere and a stylist didn't even show up. Didn't even show up to work or showed up five hours late and came in mad and, you know, got everybody behind, you know, that's ethics. Um, Charging people different prices for the same style, ethics. This is something you guys don't know, 
because you're training yourselves and you're just assuming this is this is it. This is this is how I run my business. I'm a boss babe. Yeah, but boss babes get educated and they do the right things and charging people different prices for the same style is <coughs> is just wrong. It's so wrong. It's not ethical. If you went into Walmart one day they charge you this one minute. And I'm not talking about sales stuff. It's just the prices just was all over the place for one item. You'd be mad. And so clients get upset about this and it's just unsettling that this goes on and on and on and on. And I have to say one thing that makes me particularly nervous, and I haven't heard any stories about it, but it just makes me nervous Uh, The Instagram people who got braiders and you make your appointment on Instagram and you have to give a deposit before you even meet the person. You don't have no consultation. You're just giving money out all willy nilly. I have a problem with that. I feel like a client deserves to come in and talk to you, have a phone call with you um, and decide whether she wants to even deal with you at all before making a deposit. And you know, when you're doing them cash app deposits, you ain't getting them back. So I don't know. I don't know how that's working for clients because I haven't really talked to anybody about that. But for me personally, it just doesn't sit well for me ethically. You know, someone can do that and run off with your money and then that's it. You're just asked out. Like, that's it gone. Deposit money gone. And I'm sure a lot of people are not doing that, but because I know how natural hair braiders and natural hair stylists can be, you know, we are artists. Artists are, can be flaky and I'm in that group. You know, sometimes I feel like dealing with you. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feel like talking. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. (laughs) It's that artist thing. (laughs) Anyway, um, and sanitation. Clearly, right now, sanitation is important. And it's a small little portion of the whole grand scheme of cosmetology school. But what's cool is you're practicing ethics and sanitation when you're on the clinic floor, when you're in your classes, and it becomes a part of your DNA, you know, learning the ethics, the sanitation, how to cut, how to color, you know, that year in the program, it actually becomes in your DNA. And then when you actually get out there in the world, you flow freely. You're not as afraid. You're not as nervous because you've had so much practice in school and school gives you a lot of practice. So what they call the clinic floor is what you'll see, um, you know, the chair set up, the salon area is considered the clinic floor where clients that come in, they get discount prices and you get to practice. And those particular clients come in knowing that you are practicing on their hair and they get a discount and they're okay with that. Even if you end up messing it up, usually if you mess it up, the instructor will come and fix it or make it better for the client. So it allows you to get a lot of practice in and so that when you are out there in the world, you feel confident and you feel good about what you're doing. And let's be honest, 
you know, this whole educational thing is about confidence, building your confidence level so that you can charge what you want to charge. So you can work in nice areas, in nice salons, so that you can make the money that you really want to make. Um, that's what education does. It gives you this, this extra oomph. You know, you ever, you ever see a girl with a, a, a girl with a master's degree and how she walks? It's like she got a whole different swagger. How about the girl that has a PhD? The girl with the PhD is always like, you know, on the low. I had a client once. She was a a scientist with a PhD. I have never heard a person say they was a scientist. And it was just like, it was just like a nice, calm, humble, confident thing. That's what education does. It like gives you that extra oomph because you put in the time, you put in the money, you put in the effort, you didn't give up. It allows you to be that amazing person you always wanted to be. And so investing in yourself is just like eating. Eat, eat, girl, eat, eat. (laughs) Anyway, um, whether you're in cosmetology school and you need to come on outside. You need to come on the natural hair side. Come on, girl. Come on. I get a lot of cosmetology schools that as they're ending cosmetology school, they're entering our training center to learn about natural hair and braiding. And so you have to be diverse. You want to be, you know, you want to work uptown, downtown, east, west. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. <clears throat> get the education. Invest in yourself. If you got to save money, start creating a savings plan so that you can afford to go, then you do that. However it works, you know, getting loans from your family member, getting people to invest in you so you can invest in you. Why not? Don't be afraid to ask for money. Them little stimulus checks could go towards your, um, your, um, your education. Do it. Go get your license. Peace. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.